that's a ton of money that I could have been making doing my job. So I think that's what it ultimately comes down to. It's not about not wanting to do it. And I think that's a great way to explain it to your family and friends. Like this is how much I could be making in this amount of time. And this is how I live my live. This is how I pay my bills. So, you know, I'm not, it's not that I don't want to do it. It's just that we need to do it different. Welcome to the Messy Hairstylist Podcast. I'm Kelsey Morris. And I'm Abby Warther. Whether you are a mess literally or figuratively, we are here to help you take imperfect action to find your success as a hairstylist. Okay, today's topic is kind of a touchy one, Mm. I think. Um, Abby just said, kind of a spicy topic. And I I like the word spicy. Yeah, it's a little spicy. It feels touchy, but we're talking about doing our family and friends, doing their hair, how we navigate discounts, full price, what that looks like um, in today's episode. So after we're done recording here, I I get to go do an entire day of family hair. Mm -hmm. Ah, Yes. That's where this came from. So we have a wedding this weekend and everybody's like, well, I need my hair done. And this is my day off, my office day where I'm supposed to be catching up on all things business related. And of course, my family is like, waits to the last minute and then needs me to get their hair done for them. You know, so. you could just come in strong with a, your poor planning is not my emergency. You could, you could, but you know, it's probably your kids too. And you're just like, well, okay. No, kids. we're going to do it. And then I feel guilty and that I'm like, fine. So I mean, yes. what about you? Does that happen to you often? Do you do like your whole family an entire day or do you just like sprinkle them in? I've done a lot of different things, but like I, there has been in the past where I have done haircuts, like kitchen haircuts, and it's like on a Sunday and it's everybody and no freaking joke. Even then the neighbor kids get sent over and I, all of a sudden now it's this whole free hair factory happening on a Sunday while everyone else is sitting around drinking wine post dinner. And I'm like, what the, how, how did this, how did I get roped into this? Yes. So I've, yes. I've been there and it's a topic. It's for sure a topic. It's a real life thing. And I, I know we all struggle with, all right. So there's, there's a couple different avenues. I want to go on this number one, number one, you know, it's our job, right? This is our, this is how we support ourselves. This is how we make money. This is what we do. But I feel as though, and this is no, if any of my family members are listening, this is not directed at anybody in specific. I feel like sometimes people just see it as well, like you're just good at it. You just can do it. So why wouldn't you just do it? But don't you think it it gets a little bit more into not really, yes, that, but also like the the idea that this is a hobby for us and because we love our job. Right. That's where I was going to go with it. Yes. Okay. The hobby, the hobby narrative, the hobby hairstylist. Yes. I love the hobby narrative, which listen, you you do love it or you I know I hate it, but I love it for this topic. (laughs) I hate it. That's a whole other can of worms we're about to open up here. But yes, I think that our job is often viewed as a hobby, as something that's just like, oh, it's just fun to do. Like you should just do it. It's it's like, well, yes, but it's also my livelihood. And and also I get burned out. So when I have a day off, it, it is very annoying for someone to text you and be like, um, I need a haircut like right now. Yesterday. Yes. Yes. Today. And can you bring your stuff home? It's like, 
Okay. So that's, yes. So I think that's the trigger uh, question that I hear a lot of hairstylists. I I haven't experienced that one, but I hear that a lot of, Hey, oh my gosh, you're coming home. Hey, can you bring your stuff home? And so then it becomes this thing like, wait, do they want to spend time with me or do they want me to do their hair for free? Exactly. And then, and then they'll be like, Oh, um, like, do you want me to Venmo you? Like how much have you had this happen? And then it's so Uh awkward. And you're like, what do you say? What, right. What do you say? I need to know what you say. Uh, I mean, I haven't had that. I mean, uh, it's, it's so tough. So I think in the very beginning, what happens is it's something that gets set in the very beginning of your career when you are not making money, when you're still practicing. Right. Mm -hmm. So you start to set this tone with your family and your friends that like, they're your models and you're practicing and you are excited when you're early in your career and you just want to do anyone's hair. I mean, I, that's how I was. And I thought it was cool that I could like do my friend's hair before we went out at night. Mm -hmm. You remember those days? Mm -hmm. And, um, then it just starts to become this thing. So now you haven't charged this person in forever. And how do you start charging them? I'm still, I'm still navigating that to be honest. I know. Same. So similar situation, you know, when I was starting to do hair that same, my, all my friends would come to me and, you know, I have a very close group of friends. There's seven of us that are very close. And then that's just like the the core group. That's not even just like my family. That's just Mm -hmm. our core group of friends. And at one point I felt like I had, was doing free, a free service every day. It was just getting obnoxious. So I had to, I had to finally draw the line and I sent out a group text and I was, I just said, listen, I love you guys, but I'm to the point of my career where I need space for paying clients. So if you would like to get in for an appointment, I'm going to charge you a flat $100. And that's kind of where we got to. And it has worked for our group. And I won't extend that to everybody. Like that's just like my, and they they are very good at respecting that. They know exactly what they're going to pay when they come in. It's a hundred bucks and they give it to me. I'm not sure if that's the best way to deal with it for everybody, but maybe a good thing to put in place when you're not really sure how to charge them or how to navigate, just like set the expectation immediately. Yes. So I've experienced both where these people that you've been doing their hair for a long time, um, younger, early in your career, and you didn't charge them at all. And it's like, okay, now I am a booked stylist and your appointments are taking time on my book. And so it's not so much that I don't want to do it for a discount or for free, but you're actually taking the spot of somebody who will be a full paying client. So it's not even about charging the friend or family member. It's about the missed out. It's about the time. Yeah. It's about the conversation I had this morning was it's not that I don't want to do it. That's not it. I would love to pour into my family and friends. Like I would love that. The problem is if I, if I'm taking away six hours from my schedule, that's a ton of money that I could have been making doing my job. So I think that's what it ultimately comes down to. It's not about not wanting to do it. And I think that's a great way to explain it to your family and friends. Like this is how much I could be making in this amount of time. And this is how I live my live. This is how I pay my bills. So, um, you know, I'm not, it's not that I don't want to do it. It's just that we need to do it different. Yeah. And I think like then what will happen though, when you're like, okay, they're taking away time from full paying clients and then it becomes this, okay, well, then I'll just do it on my days off. 
And I'm sorry, there's nothing worse than either one going into the salon on your day off and doing family. I hate that because it's like, if other people are working, do I need to like dress up a little more to get ready for the day? I don't want to. I want to be a bum in my yoga pants and messy bun, right? Um, Or you're doing it at home. And to me, that is the death of me. Oh, I refuse. I refuse to do at home hair. Getting hair in my in my house and getting covered in it and all those things. Now I still do that to this day. I still will do some hair at home, not often, but very I do. few and far between. Yes, yeah. Like there are exceptions to every single rule. Like my mother, I will never charge her a dime, and I'll do her hair either at the salon or at home, and those are always my choice. Right. And that's because it's just sometimes it's easier, and I don't mind it. So like so like for my mom, of course I don't care. But then if it were to start becoming like extended family members or friends, that's when it gets dicey and there's like resentment involved. You know, my mother, like she's my mother. Yeah. Yeah. She birthed me. I am not going to ever charge my mother. So, and I know she listens. So don't worry, mom. I'm not talking about you right now. Yes. (laughs) I know. Hi mom. Hi mom. We're not talking about you. No. So, but I have, I've struggled with having the family members who I have not charged because I just felt back from ba- felt bad from the beginning. And then I'm like, I need to start charging them because I have them come into the salon because it's like, I'm not going to do hair color at home and things like that. Like, it'll just be like quick little men's haircuts and things like that. So, um, how I've navigated is whenever I do a price increase, I then change the dynamic whenever I have a price increase. So do I charge all family members full price? No. Mm-hmm. But do I charge them? Um, but you know, I'm an hourly stylist. So even if they're down for like a two hour appointment, I might charge them for one hour, no matter what I do. So th- there's at least something being exchanged. Now I know I probably should be charging full price, but um, I don't. I know I'm the same way. You know, the heart gets involved. It does. And also the way I have looked at it is this, is these are the people that have supported me from the exactly. beginning. They have let me do things to their hair that probably shouldn't have been done. They have put my name out there, referred me to so many people, brought me so many clients. They have shown up to help me paint the walls in the salon and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, move in chairs and do all the crazy stuff. So whatever I can do to, to help them, I absolutely will. And I love that when you have that open communication with them, they res- they probably respect it more. I-, I think a lot of times people get in a situation where they really don't know what to do. So yes. if you're not telling them what to do, if you're not saying to them, yeah, just pay me this amount, they have no idea. They have no, no. idea how no. much they should be paying, what they should pay. Then it gets really so, awkward. Well, and it goes back to the, we had an episode about this a while back about like boundaries. And it's like, we can't get mad at somebody if they don't know, if we don't say something, we, exactly. we can't resent them if we're the ones that aren't holding the boundaries. Now I have now in my career, I have some family members that are like, Abby, please charge me. Mm-hmm. And, and so I am at that point now to where people are saying that, but when they're not, that is, that is really difficult to start that. But I think that when you are doing a price increase, or I love that you just sent the text with kindness and like, people can't argue that. And so if, if, if you texted, just like what you did, a family member or a friend, that type of a text, and they were still upset with you. I mean, that says a lot. Yeah. Then you probably don't about that relationship. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Right. Then that I've, feels like they don't respect you like at all. So have you ever heard stories? I haven't had this happen to me, but I know I worked with a 
stylist once where she was doing a friend's hair for free a bunch and she needed to change that dynamic because she was getting busier and stuff. So she had a very kind conversation about it and, um, the friendship fizzled out Really, and yeah. And she was really sad that like, oh, I guess she just stayed friends with me so I could do her hair. That's and so I feel sad. like that probably happens. Yes. I feel like that probably happens because there are people that will take advantage of that. So it's our job as the hairstylist and the professional for our career to speak up and set that standard. And if somebody gives you backlash, then that's on them. Yeah. And they absolutely don't respect you. No. So that's just very telling. But sometimes, I don't know if you're like this, sometimes we avoid those conversations because we don't really want to learn that they don't respect I know. us. I was just, I was thinking that, oh gosh, I'm famous for avoiding conversations that I don't want to know the answers Cause, to. Y- yeah. Cause you're going to really find out like, you're like, does my friend really, re-? you know what? She only calls me when she wants her hair done. She asks to go to dinner and maybe go have some drinks, but then also slides in the hair thing too, at the same time. So which is it? Yeah. And if you bring that up and then you find out it will feel hurtful, but we got to do that. We're not getting yeah. any younger. Why no, keep, no. why keep relationships, whether it's family or friends around that, that use you for, for your amazing ability as a hairstylist. Totally agree. So do you think that, so in a commission-based salon, I've heard, you know, m- multiple different ways of how people navigate doing family and friends. You know, we, I own both commission and booth rent. So, you know, that's totally separate, but in a commission-based salon, um, I wondered how you handled when you had like family and friends for your stylist. I um, allowed the stylist, their immediate family, they could um, do it for the cost. Yeah. So if it's a haircut, there's no charge, right? Right. With color, they would just have to um, pay for the cost of the color for that. For immediate family. And I feel like in the beginning, I I did like immediate family. So that's just your siblings or your parents. Um, And then I feel like I gave them like three people for like a discounted price. So what I think I'm going to do is immediate family, same thing, cost, whenever. But I thought about having like a family and friends day where it'd be like one Saturday a month that they Mm -hmm. can come and they can do their family and friends for like a flat rate. Um, like they're core people, they come in, they, they get those people in that day and that's who they do. And it's just at cost. And I think, I think that's good. And I think that if I had, if I was doing that and had employees today, I would say, this is an option that you have. Not that this is what you don't have have to do with your family and friends. If you want to set up a boundary now, and then you can also as their leader, um, discuss, have them listen to this episode, discuss, the dynamic. So this is what I will offer you. You can do have this family and friends day. Um, but just know that this, these, this is a slippery slope. And as you get busier as a stylist, you want to, um, know your value and what your time is worth, because right now your time might be worth a certain amount, but as you get more experience, it's going to be worth any even more. So I would open up that conversation with your younger employees to say, So when you get to transition points of maybe wanting to shift the dynamic of family and friends hair, I'm here to coach you through that and help you change that dynamic. Absolutely. I think you could start in the beginning by renaming instead of calling it like family and friends day, especially for, like you said, younger employees, 
um, so that it does kind of set a few boundaries. You can call it like model day or like, you know, something along that line so that they know that they're, I don't want to say being used as a model, but no, but I like that rather than saying family and friends, like you instantly get a discount with me because you're a family or a friend. Right. That you I think like the a friends is sticky. That. I wouldn't even get into the friends if it were me personally these days because friends can come and go. Right. So that's why I think we're we're gonna name it something different. Like I like that. <laughs> Model Monday. And they yes. can bring in, you know, they're whoever they want for that day and they pay a flat rate price. And then it doesn't create any drama in the future because mm-hmm. they're not expected because it's family and friends that they always have to, you know, pay this price. So I think if there's always ways to navigate these awkward situations, the problem is putting ourselves in uncomfortable positions to have these conversations, to really come out on the other side of them and feel as though your, your needs are being met. Their needs are being met. There's not any like weirdness. Um, No matter what, we're always going to have some of that. Always, no matter what it is, whether it's giving discounts to family and friends, we've talked so many times about different types of boundaries and how we just have to rip off the bandaid and just say it because this is our career. This is not a hobby. Now, my question is, is do you have, how do you handle like maybe a new friend that's going to start coming to you or a friend that you've had for years that now is going to start coming to you? How do you handle that? Um, No. Like, no, you don't do their hair or no, no, discount? no, no. Of course I do their hair, but I I don't, I don't offer discounts to, to basically any, anybody new at this point. And, you know, I'm really, just really honest about it. I just have a, I, and I don't even make it an option. I don't even make it an option. I don't even make it awkward. I don't say like, oh, I'm sorry. I can't give you a discount. I just say, you don't even bring I, it up. Yeah. No, I don't bring it up. And if, and what else, if they're like, I really want to get my hair done by you. I'm like, okay, you should check out my website. Here's mm-hmm. how you can like look online, look at my, the, my services I offer and the prices and everything. And if you can't find a spot, text me. And that's kind yes. of the way I do it. So that way that Same. they, that verbiage is there that they know that, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going in for a real appointment. I'm going in for the, this is the price of it. Let them see it. So I don't have to relay it to them mm-hmm. and then, and then be like, if you can't find me, find a spot, text me. Yeah. That's what exactly what I do with like, um, new friends that want to start coming to me. I just say, Hey, okay, here's how you book. Let me know if you can't find anything. I do. I always do talk about the price because my hourly is different for people. They don't understand it. And I just tell them what my hourly rate is. And that's where I um, give the special treatment to friends who are paying full price. Um, And also my friends want to pay full price. They're like, don't you dare. Like they would be offended if I tried to give them a discount or something. They don't want to do that because they value me, you know, and they're not just coming to me because I'm their friend. They're coming to me because they like the work that I do. And, but where there is that special treatment is what you just said. They can text me. I can give them, Oh, Hey, by the way, I'm about to open up my books. Make sure you get on my schedule before everybody else does type of thing. So there's still special. So that's, that's another point. Like if you feel guilty for not giving discounts to family or friends, there are other perks that they can get from you. Right. There's other perks, right? Absolutely. So maybe those perks are you get them. Is this wrong to say? I don't know. You get them their retail products at cost. Yes, where you're not out anything. You're not out Absolutely. anything with that. You're not out. You're not out anything. You can you could do an Olaplex treatment for, for like you know not to at cost. At cost it doesn't exactly. You can do these yes. things for them. Things that don't take time. 
that don't take time, that don't take away from you, that yes. you're already, you know, it's it's about maximizing the time that you have in the salon. So if you can do these little things that still make them feel special, important, and valued, why not do it? And then still save your appointment hours and for paying customers. But it's also right? just a matter of going back to be confident in the work that you do. Like if mm-hmm. you know you're a good stylist and you stand behind your work, you're going to feel more of like, well, yeah, they're gonna have to pay. This is my career. I've worked very hard at this and it's just not a question. I had heard an a episode or reel or something that was like, you don't go to your friend who works at, and I don't remember what, what it was, but it was like an ask them to do it for free. You don't do exactly. that. I was like, exactly. I know. Yes. That was so true. You you have to think about that. If your friend owns a restaurant, are you going and sitting down and having everyone cook food and serve you and expect a free meal? No. Like oh. if you know someone that's a lawyer and you go to ask them things, I'm sure I, although I'm sure there's plenty of lawyers that have people wanting free advice all the time. Well, maybe a little bit of free advice, but you're not going to expect them to take you to trial and right. physically do it. Like I'll hand out free advice all day long. You want free advice about your hair? I'm here for it, but I ain't going to trial. So, you know, like, like, what are you going to trial for? My goodness. If I had to go to trial, yeah, I wouldn't expect a lawyer to do it for free. You wouldn't want your lawyer friend to do it for free. That's true. Nor do I think my lawyer friend that I don't have would do it for free. They'd be like, yes. yeah, no, that's not the way it works. Uh-uh. Well, also, if there are people listening that are not hairstylists and are that are they are that person that wants their friend or family member to do their hair for free for a discount. I mean, think about that. Do you want somebody doing a service on you? That's not getting anything out of it. (laughs) Not, not that we're going to like do less, you know, we might, we might just cut a few corners. You gotta have a little bit of skin in the game. You gotta like, you know, pay me some money and you'll, and and I'll guarantee great work. You know, my sister, uh, gosh, I look, God love her. I still do. She's my baby sister. So I'm always going to do her hair basically for free. And like, she's coming in today and she's going to shampoo her own hair. Yeah. And she is going to blow her (laughs) own hair dry. That's the name of the game, baby. You want to come on in? Let's go. (laughs) Well, I'll say this. And it reminds me of like, whenever you are doing like friends or family for free, um, It's, it's interesting, especially if you see someone else doing it in the salon, the dynamic, how the hairstylist speaks to yes. their family or like, it yes. is so like, okay, what now? It that, That's not, you don't like that? Yes. Like they, it is Deal everything with it. that we wish we could say to, to clients. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like my sister asked like a hundred questions. She's like, well, why are, what about this? Are you going to do this? I'm like, stop talking, stop asking me questions or I'm not going to do it. I'm not, I'm not doing it. She'll be like, and okay, there's I'm no sorry. nitpicking, no nitpicking your hair. Yeah, don't even don't ask about it. Leave it to alone. This, to that, to whatever. It's yeah. fine. We're not gonna do it. We'll call you out. We'll be like, <laughs> well, last time you said it was too short. Yep. So now what? Now what do you want? Last time no, it was you- too dark. Now it's this. I don't know. I don't know. What, I'm sorry. This is all I can do. I know. Like, like, well, just do whatever that- you think until you start doing it. And then they're <laughs> like, wait, but are you doing those highlights? Like, no, you said whatever I wanted, which is the bare minimum right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to do right this second. So get, out, get of here. out of my chair, go shampoo your hair and go home. <laughs> You're blowing it dry. You're yes. There are no frills here. No so, frills. So everybody really remember that nothing is for free. Let's say nothing. that, you know, there's nothing. nothing You're going to be involved in the price. work. So yes, exactly. yeah, no, this is a great, this is a great little topic for us today. I think that it's something that's really common that people don't talk about enough. You know, we no. just got to. 
It's a sore subject. Spicy and, subject, and it's one as Abby would say. Spicy. I didn't even realize I said spicy. I love okay. it. It was spicy. It. Yes. So, you know, again, just goes back to boundaries and know that this is your career and have confidence in the work that you do. And if you put that boundary up and they say, no, thanks, then Time to move on. we guys got to move on. <laughs>